Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. My name is Fugget, and that stands for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. And today I want to talk to you guys about this title. Changing your state does not mean moving. And what I mean is geographically. Like we all know people, and you may have said this yourself over the years, you know, um, I live here in Michigan and, you know, we have our winters and, you know, icy conditions and snow. Um, in fact, today I almost uh, ran head first into um, a semi. It was icy. And uh, luckily I dodged a bullet there and uh, it was icy. And even my clients had let me know that they had gotten to the gym early and to be careful with the icy conditions. And I pride myself on being a hell of a driver. You know, um, I had one accident, um, it was just a little fender bender in a parking lot. And, um, but before that I hadn't been in an accident in probably 20 plus years. But, uh, anyways, you know, um, when the weather is kind of gloomy or down or whatever, and let, let's say you like it tropical and warm and beautiful, you know, our summers here in Michigan tend to be pretty nice, but, um, you know, sometimes people suffer from seasonal effect disorder or, um, you know, other things where they just really like the nice weather or they like the winter. They like to ski. They like the winter sports, et cetera. But everybody knows somebody who goes, you know, if I just lived somewhere else, if I just whatever, they just they fantasize about moving so that they can have a better life. They think their problems are just going to go away. They just need a fresh start. And, you know, depending on your situation, I mean, that might be um, a viable option. But let's say you have your job and you can't relocate. The, the company can't locate, uh, relocate you out of state. Or if you've got a family or you have children um, that, you know, you want to see grow up and let's say you're divorced and and or, um, you know, your ex has um, custody um, or, or um, share custody, then, you know, you don't want to just leave. You want to stay and be in that child's life as well you should. Um, but a lot of times I think we don't think about what we can do to change our life, what we can do now to change our state, our state of mind, our mindset, our actions, our habits. So much can be changed. And this, at the risk of sounding like a rah-rah motivational speech, it's not that at all. It's simply giving you some tools and some things to think about so that you can change your life, so that you can have a better tomorrow. And it takes time. It takes consistent actions in the direction of your goals, the things that you've set forth that you want for your life. Um, you know, where you're at today doesn't mean it's going to be your tomorrow. You can change so much. Now, all you have to do is look at those that have either suffered a, a crippling um, situation, you know, and they end up finding their their mission, their purpose. They take a very bad situation and they turn it around for good. Or they have a loved one that uh, gets plagued with a disease and dies or something, and they turn it around and they go and help others um, that have been afflicted with similar situations. I mean, there's a lot of re a lot of um, examples of those that have had terrible things happen in their life and they find a way to pick up and to move forward and to be better and to make the world a better place. And you have the opportunity to do that every single day. 
with what you're putting in your mind. Um, you can change your life if you don't like the way you physically look by what you feed your body, what you do with it daily. Are you very sedentary? Do you move a lot? Do you exercise? Not only will it change the way your body looks and feels, but it's also going to change your state of mind and your self-confidence, your self-esteem. So forget about moving out of state, okay? Let's say you're here and you can't leave. Well, there's a lot of things you can do. You know, your worldview needs to change. What you're feeding your mind, you know, um, in a sense, you know, people get nervous about being brainwashed by the media or by social media or, you know, by the negative naysayers in their life. They hear all this stuff and it it takes root or you're, you know, what do they say? You, you're the product of the five people you surround yourself with. Well, some of you can change the people you surround yourself with. Others could be family. It could be coworkers that are just real negative. And you, you don't always have that option right here and now to change all of that. But what you can do is you can change, change what you're feeding your mind. You know, you can put positive inspirational messages in, you know, um, the, um, evangelist, uh, Joe Olstein, he gets a lot of slack or a lot of, catches a lot of heat from, uh, the more, um, conservative Christian model for being too soft in his, uh, biblical doctrine and what he teaches. Um, and you know, that's a discussion for another day. It's not appropriate for this particular channel, but the thing I think we can learn from that and we can all take, no matter what your religion is, if you have one, but he's very inspiring. You know, he's like very optimistic. He believes in a better tomorrow and he believes that there's a lot of things you can control in your own life to have a better tomorrow. What you, your, your tomorrow, your today is a product of your decisions yesterday. But wherever you're at, if you're not happy with your life, if you're looking to improve things, I'm not saying it needs a 100% overhaul. Some of you it does. There's times in my life where it needed 100% overhaul. Um, but if you take some action, in some cases, massive action, you can change your tomorrow. So take a behavioral inventory is one of the first things I would tell you to do. You know, look at, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? You know, do you have an attitude of gratitude? Are you thankful that you woke up? Are you grateful that you have today? A lot of people aren't going to wake up tomorrow. Um, their heart's going to stop and they're going to go somewhere else. Who knows where that is? But, you know, take a behavioral inventory. Are you thankful and have an attitude of gratitude that you do have air in your lungs? You can wake up. You can get out of bed. You know, you have sight. You can see. You have a brain that functions and you can use it to the fullest ability that you have. You know, um, so how do you look at the world? Do you look at it as the whole world's against you? That's not going to help you if the whole world's against you in your mindset, because the whole world's not against you. You know, I'm, I tend to be one of these guys, like for instance, today I had to go to the Apple store because um, I had a problem with my phone and um, it was something that was under warranty as well as um, something they were responsible to fix. So I had to wait an hour before they could replace my phone. So I said, no problem. So I walked around, I got a cup of coffee and, um, when I got to the front of the line, the, the poor uh, young woman who was helping me, she just looked beaten, like down and just out, like that she had spent the day just dealing with 
unruly customers or who knows, maybe there's something going on at home, whatever it is. But I just simply said, Hey, how's your day going? And it totally changed her state. She goes, it's okay. Thanks for asking. No problem. She got my coffee. I just got a simple, small black coffee and I put some money in the tip jar because there didn't seem to be very much. So I think I doubled it and she just totally perked right up. She goes, thank you so much. I said, you're welcome. Just gave her like a, a respectful smile and, you know, wasn't creepy or anything. I was just being kind and I was hoping that I could influence her day for the better. Um, those little things, you know, that comes from my state of being positive, of believing in people and believing that sometimes people just need a little encouragement to do the right thing or to pay it forward or just give them that little bit of hope to push forward to the next day. It does not take a lot, you guys. It doesn't take a lot. You know, let's say you don't like your job. Well, you know, if you work for somebody else and you like what you do, but you don't always like being a slave to the clock and, you know, you want to go play the lottery or you're waiting for, you know, an uncle or a family member to leave you money or something like that, you're leaving your fate, your financial freedom or future and your lifestyle and everything in the hands of fate or in the hands of somebody that, you know, you have no control over. And I've read a lot about this and have um, studied, you know, having your grind as it's called now. Um, years ago, when I first got into training, I um, started a website and at the time nobody was doing that. And, um, I just thought this is going to be the future calling card, you know, or um, business card. So I started a site. And since then, I've continued to like upgrade it, make it better, made mistakes, what have you, but it's gotten better over time. Um, I've written books, I've produced um, DVDs and other resources that will bring a passive income. And the thing is, is that I love what I do. I absolutely love it. I love what I'm doing now with these videos and um, the podcast. Um, I love reaching out. I love sharing, you know, my experience. You know, I, um, I've done this for so long. And when I was 20, 25, I didn't have the experience or the know-how to do any of this that I'm doing now. And it, truthfully, it wasn't even available then. But I had to live some life. I had to go through some ups and downs. And I had to have some successes and a frame of reference and some experience and uh, a track record to be able to confidently speak to anybody about um, the things that I'm pretty confident about now and sure that at least in my experience and those that I've coached and work with, it's also helped them. So whatever you do, whatever your gift is, whatever you have a passion for, it's a gift to the world. And when you give it, it feels amazing. And it gives you a sense of purpose and a, a, a reason to keep going, a reason to get up. You know, sometimes you won't do something for yourself, but you'll do it for your family. Um, parents um, know this very well. And they realize what unconditional love is when they actually have a child and they would give that kid the world. Um, they'll do anything to make sure that their kid is going to have a better tomorrow. And it's something that's probably um, just a, a process of evolution and just our nature. And, you know, when you, when you realize that and you start to give to others, 
whether it's your family or your friends or just the people in the world, and you don't look at everyone as like your enemy or wanting to do ill ill to you, um, you feel fulfilled. Um, you have a sense of purpose. Not that you're trying to convince anyone of anything, but you're just letting your light shine through. You know, your good nature. You're letting people that maybe haven't had the opportunity to see like kindness, compassion without expecting anything back in return, you're giving them the opportunity to maybe go another day or to maybe pay it forward, like I said. So watch what you're putting in your head, you guys. I'm not saying you can't enjoy some like comedy here and there or a movie or the arts or anything or music that you might like. I mean, I listen to like uh, death metal and like gangster rap when I'm working out because it fires me up. It motivates me. It doesn't make me feel like I want to be violent or hurt anybody or do anything. It just gives me that push that I need to like get into a state of mind that's going to make me productive for my exercise time. So I'm saying those things have their place, but you don't want it to start to permeate through you and your attitudes. Um, if it's leading you down a dark path, um, it's true that your actions in a specific direction will change your future. If you start today working out and you commit to three, four days a week, five, six days perhaps, and you start to eat a healthy diet of more whole unprocessed foods, you clean up the sugars or you eliminate alcohol from your diet or smoking or anything like that, um, it's going to determine your course and you're going to be healthier tomorrow and the next day and in six months and a year, it's all going to, time's going to pass. So you can choose to start now and have a good future, have a brighter future, have a better life, or you can continue to find excuses why you can't do it and why you've got to start Monday and why this and why that. But it all starts with right now. You have now to do it. You can change it. And I encourage you, turn on your phone, flip it around and, you know, document it, like pose and or show your standing relaxed pose, you know, get your body fat measured, um, just weigh yourself, look at pictures um, and document every few weeks or once a month and look at the progress you'll make when you're committed in that direction. It'll change your life. You know, with career, um, Maybe what do you need to do if you feel like you're being held back from a promotion or a raise? Um, take inventory and be honest with yourself. Are you really doing your very best job? Now, some of you work your ass off, do everything right, and it doesn't get recognized and you get passed over for a raise or whatever, but you don't have to stay in that job. Okay. Maybe you do now because you need the money, but you can simply start to look elsewhere and see what your worth is. If you believe that you're that valuable, there'll be somebody, there'll be a better employer that will value you and pay you what you're worth. So don't stop looking. Don't just settle. Don't just sit in your comfy chair and bitch, piss, and moan at the water cooler um, you know, to your coworkers and just spew this poison and negativity. It doesn't do any good. Just keep your nose down, keep to yourself, and work, and look, and search seek and you'll find it's all there, but you have to do something about it. You have to try. You have to look. You have to ask the questions. You've got to be assertive. You have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone of the everyday of the mindless, just same commute to work, same thing every day. That'll depress you. That'll make you 
have a very um, almost like somebody who may be sentenced to life in prison, you know, and they know they're never getting out. You know, they have no hope and you're in your own mental prison, perhaps, and you can get out of it. You can make a better tomorrow by your decisions today. And when you start to make those decisions, even if it's one small decision that you changed in that day and you do that for a week then add another thing in and all of a sudden it starts to build momentum and all of a sudden it just takes on a new life of itself. It's feed that beast inside you feed that drive. You know, you may not have it naturally. You might um, have not grown up in an environment where you were encouraged to reach for more. You maybe think that you're a product of your environment or of your race or of the uh, socioeconomic condition that you grew up in. But how many examples do we have of those who grew up in poverty that are multi-billionaires now? And they all have something in common. They worked hard. They pushed they overcame circumstances because they just saw it as temporary. It's all temporary. Okay. It's all temporary in your relationships. Maybe, you know, you've always seemed to attract the same kind of person that doesn't know your value or it doesn't treat you right. Well, if you continue to do that over and over again, and attract the same type of person and say, why does this happen to me? I know I'm a good person. Well, maybe it is you. Maybe you accept bad behavior. Maybe you don't have good boundaries. Maybe there's things about you that you don't even recognize that turn people off. And what you think is bad behavior is their reaction to your bad behavior or things that you just dismiss about yourself. You know, that's a hard thing to do is to look in the mirror and say, okay, I got to fix that person first me, the one looking back at me. And I've had times in my life where that's been me. And um, I was humble enough, you know, to look at that and say, okay, I need to change that about myself because somebody that I want to attract wouldn't be attracted to the person that's looking back at me in the mirror every day. The person who's making excuses, you know, um, you know, you look at somebody and, you know, they want a 10 or, or a nine out of 10 as far as attractiveness and like overall um, just quality of the person. But if you're honest, are you the type of person that can attract somebody like that? And if that's, if that means a lot to you, then work on yourself. Don't just have somebody there to have them. Don't have somebody there because it, at least you don't feel lonely. Um, you know, at least it's somebody there. It's a warm body, it's companionship, it's whatever, you know, you deserve the best if you're willing to work to be the best. So maybe you don't need another relationship. Maybe you're in something toxic and you just need to like step away from the game a little bit. You know, there's a lot of people have an abundance mindset. You don't have to settle. If you have a scarcity mindset, you're, everything that you do is going to be out of fear of loss. And you can't live your life that way. If you just live your life with scarcity and thinking, well, you know, at least, some, at least I have somebody there, but you're not really working on either being a better person or trying to better that relationship, then it's dying. It's either going forward and it's growing and thriving or it's dying. So, you know, sometimes, you know, a tree needs to be pruned because there's dead branches and it's going to affect the rest of the tree. Sometimes you just need to trim the branches, cut the crap, get it out of your life, get the toxic stuff out 
and feed yourself on the good. Feed yourself on things that are going to make you happy, things that are going to make you a better person, a better employee, a better son, daughter, father, everything, partner to your love interest. There's so many things you can do that you actually control and you can be a new person, you know, having new friends, meeting people, stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, I had a situation a few months ago, maybe almost a year now at the gym where there's people that just, I just felt like, I don't know why, but I don't like them. And it was maybe because they just didn't smile. Um, they might just walk past you and not acknowledge you, or I just got a vibe. And I thought, yeah, I'm a good judge of character. I think everybody, if you ask them, are you a good judge of character? They'll, they'll say, yeah, I am. But maybe that's just your pride. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Well, I thought I was. And just something inside me said, you know what? Why don't you just try to strike up a conversation or say hi to these people? So I made a commitment that um, for the next two weeks, I was going to say hi to somebody in the gym that I immediately had a bad first impression of. Somebody that I might avoid, not want to even look their way. And I thought, okay, is it me? Or are they really like just not good people or or they're jerks, whatever. So funny enough, first day I did that and um, said hi to this guy and asked him how his workout was. The guy talked my ear off for 15 minutes and come to find out he's in the industry as well. And there's all these other commonalities and he's a great guy. He just has a game face on when he's working out. And I mistakenly thought that that was just something about he was just a jerk or he was just whatever, but it wasn't the case. And I did that every day for two weeks. And I think just about every one of them, maybe one just kind of gave me a sideways look, but the rest of them turned out to be pretty decent people that I talked to making small talk daily in the gym. Now the problem was me. It wasn't them. Challenge sometimes your mindset, the things you think are reality because sometimes they're not sometimes it's you in your own head or it's previous your past or things that how you might have dealt with people before people that wronged you and now the whole you know human race is damned because of it it doesn't have to be that way because you're only hurting yourself so be good to yourself you guys be good to yourself and take some time be alone examine yourself examine your heart examine your mind Think about what you feed yourself, not just your physical body, but emotionally, mentally. Are you doing things and being surrounded by people that are encourage you, believe in your dreams and goals? Sometimes you'll have those people if you're fortunate enough, sometimes you won't. But you are responsible for your own happiness. Nobody's going to make you happy. When you realize that and you love yourself first, and you feed yourself on the right things, and you start to accomplish your goals and live your true value system and according to your own personal ethics, you're going to be a lot happier. And things other people do, they're not going to matter as much. If you can be there for them, be there for them. But unless you're emotionally healthy, unless you're achieving the goals that you have, the dreams in your heart, you're not going to be better for anybody else. So that's all I got for today, guys. Just in a philosophical mood, touching on a lot of different things. Guys, take care of yourself. This is the undersized underdog.
5nothing100nothing.com. Leave your comments, subscribe, like, share, and be better to somebody else by first being good to you.